Podcast episode twenty seven. Seven. Two plus seven equals nine. Nine is three fourths of twelve. Twelve being the lucky number. That's today's number, is number twelve. Okay, and three is the magic number according to Schoolhouse Rock. And Blind Melon. Well, you know, eleven, that's really you know, that's the universal spiritual number because that's how many, you know. That, that's like that's one third of 33 and 33 is the number for the <coughs> Illuminati and uh, well I said that's, that's, that was Jesus' age when he was crucified and all the Freemasons since then you know 33 you've got 33 levels but only how many of the Shaolin 36 chambers of the Shaolin yeah so so really <laughs> 3 and 6 is 9 9 is divide by three is three, so we're still on that same numerological level. Awesome. Didn't know I was going to take that turn. So, once again, with you, Dan Destroyer. I'm Chris Crude, and this is the celebratory podcast. We are going to be talking all basketball, the whole podcast, because <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers won the championship. So, this is going to be our sports podcast. What do you think, Dan? Cavs won. End of story. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell me what you really think about LeBron. I don't care. And he knows that. He just wanted to put me on the spot for it. Still, don't He cares care. about you. He cares about everybody in Ohio because he put us all on his shoulders and carried us to victory and erased the curse <laughs> of 52 years of Cleveland sports without a championship. God no longer hates Cleveland, I guess. Oh, he still hates Cleveland, but, you know, you got to throw a bone out every now and then. I mean, even if the, you know, you got to give some bread and water to prisoners you have down in the dungeons. You know, they just can't. Excellent analogy. (laughs) Yeah, can you tell I'm really trying to pull this out of my ass? Yeah, a little bit. I'm stretching, aren't I? A little bit. That's was it right. the whole numerology thing that yeah, gave that helped, away? Yeah, yeah, that was the start. So, uh, trying to think what all we've been up to lately. Um, I've still been watching lots of kung fu movies, hence the reference for 36 Chambers of Shaolin, which I did start watching last night, finally. <clears throat> it's kind of funny because you've been on that kick lately, and uh, I was going through looking for some movies to watch, add to my network, and a while ago... Yeah, we'll talk about that some more, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, when I'm checking my phone and doing stuff, when I'm not farting around, uh, stalking people's profiles on Facebook, <laughs> I'll check out fark.com. Because they've got, they've got 
you know, geek pages, entertainment pages, you know, they've got different categories and yeah. the funny part is not uh, headlines or anything or like the news stories they have, it's, you know, it's reading the comments and all the crazy people that are out there on the internet. The trolls. Yes, the trolls are the best on that page also, but uh, what were we talking about? I don't know, you're talking about Fark, because I've been on the Kung Fu kick. And I was taking that to the point where last time they had a thread about some of the greatest uh, cult classics and underground movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Somebody put out a list of like the top 500. Okay. And I copied and printed them out and gradually, like week by week, I've been adding to my collection through that. And one that was next on my list was the... 36 chambers of Shaolin, and it ties into your Kung Fu kick lately, awesome. so... I'll let you borrow it when I'm done with it. Oh, I already have it. I'm just, oh, dear. I'm just, okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that was next on my list, list, and I acquired that, and I thought you might have seen it and thought I was trying to copy you well, on the I, karate I, kick. I know you are, but that's okay. I am. I am. Uh, speaking of which, I saw yeah, you had Buckaroo Banzai on there, and I had rewatched uh, that. That's the first time I've watched that. Had that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time I've watched that in years, so easily a decade, if not longer. So, because I remember parts of it, but yeah, and also it's been in kind of the entertainment news recently because Kevin Smith's going to do a TV version of it. They're going to do a reboot, and I guess they're going. See, he's still going to give Peter Weller a part in it, but he's not going to be Buckaroo Banzai because you know he's older now. That was. Uh... In the infancy of HBO, that was one of the movies that they'd play five times a day, three times a week, you yeah. know. So, Sister and I were kind of raised on some of them goofy 80s movies like that. I forgot there were quite a few f quotes from that movie that I've heard over the years. Like I was like, what the hell was that from? One of which being, a, no matter where you are. No. No, yeah. No matter where you go. Go, there you are, Yes. Yes, that was one. Yeah, I and so now that means we went to parts unknown, and now we're here in parts unknown. That's right. But yeah, I kind of also forgotten that he was also skilled at basically everything in life. I'd kind of forgotten that part. I remember him being did, a scientist. Did part. it remind you a lot of me? Yes, because you know you're a scientist. A uh, a hey, uh, experimental pilot. Uh, <clears throat> well, I don't know. You play in a rock. I, 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 I would, I, do you really call a geneticist a scientist? I mean, is that is geneticism? Well, he was like also, the study of genetics a part of the whole science field? Because I, I consider myself a gen geneticist because I've put my DNA on a lot of things. <laughs> yes, I would still say it's scientist. Okay. So, but yeah, and uh, I also forgotten uh, Lithgow was in that movie yeah, as well. He like Lizard Man or something? Yeah, he's the crazy Russian scientist that he played with that theory of the extra dimensions first, and yeah. Crazy Russian scientist would be a gr is actually a good role for him. Yeah, it is. You know, that's about as good a role for him as John Malkovich was in Being John Malkovich. Yes, yes indeed. Malkovich? Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich? Malkovich. 
Milkovich. So yeah, I watched that. Although I fell asleep before the end of it, so I'm gonna have to watch about the last. I don't know, hour of that movie? How long is it? That thing's like three hours or something almost. I don't remember it being that long, but I haven't watched it in a while. It's, I just added it's to the collection when I did come across it. There goes my geneticism DNA speak again. Now if I start getting too scientific and start using big words, just tell me to calm okay. down. All right, I can do that. So, yeah, I've been watching those. Uh, I'd had uh, well, four what, what, pre- what about Britain's exit from the EU? All right, if you want to get political, we can we can talk about that some. <laughs> Not really. It's just uh, playing a role here, and you're talking about Buckaroo Banzai being an expert at everything. So that's trying to ah, gotcha. cover cover all the highbrow. Was he a politician? That was the one thing I don't think he was. Well, if he was good at everything, he had to be a good politician. Yeah, I guess so. You know, he kept his team together, so he had to be a leader. Yeah. Exactly. I just thought because they all rocked out and wore guns all the time, this is the reason. I'm sure he's a good gunsmith, too. Probably. But, uh... Did they have AR-15s where they built to kill people? No, no AR-15. Actually, they all have very small guns in that. Oh. In that movie. Now you mention it. But, but, you know, that was before concealed carry as well. Uh, yeah, movies. So, as I was starting to talk about before, uh, I'd heard of this movie before, and former guest on Punk Off Podcast, Chris Bradlin, says, you've got to see this movie. And the legend of Ricky O. Ricky O. Yeah, it is. And I, I'd watched... I'd had another friend that exposed me to kind of what I ended up labeling as gore-fu. Right. Where it's just very... It's like... I'm, I'm uh, going to write that down so I make sure I uh, put it on my Plex network. It, uh... For, for those that are familiar, there was a uh, legendary anime movie called Fist of the North Star. Which also spun off into a series later. Fist... Of the North Star. And what was the other one? Ricky O. Yeah, The Legend of Ricky O. I think it's Ricky, The Legend of Ricky O. But Fist of the North Star was the first that had very graphic, cartoonish violence. And that later translated into movies where, like, uh, he, for example, punches another guy's fist. Like, a guy goes to punch him, and he punches his fist, and that guy's fist explodes. So they were like two bros, right? Bro, fist bump. Except the one dude's hand explodes. Well, you'll have that. The the basic premise of the movie is, uh, I think, it's shot in the mid-90s. I remember that. And it was, I think it would have took place in the future, which I think was roughly about 2010 in the movie they say I don't remember what it was and all prisons have become privatized which means almost all prisons are corrupt in this movie so that's so how it starts so it's what do you call it it's uh what's, what's the kind of movie it's a like a autobiography of America because all the prisons are privatized here yes exactly Made in Shanghai so, theater and crazy, so crazy future Japanese films turned into modern day reality here in the USA. Yes, 
except it's not in the USA. Well, we're here in the USA. We are, but the okay. movie doesn't take place in the USA. I hope. I hope. Godzilla doesn't come get us now. Me too. Mothra, I can handle, but I don't know about Godzilla. Yeah, but Mothra brings those two little sisters, weird sisters, along. But hey, threesome—they're tiny and kind of annoying. But yeah, Legend well, of those, Ring- are, those are just uh, you know, like in a bar, you've got them girls that uh, shield. Like the two fat friends that shield their cute friend from all the guys. That's what that is. They're cock blockers. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm glad we've got that on record now. But yeah, Legend of Rikio, uh it, It's it's worth the watch. It's it's funny in, in the amount of gore that there is to it. And I don't want to ruin later parts of it by describing it, but yeah, it's worth a watch. And it, it actually is quite a bit different than a lot of the Kung Fu I've been watching since a lot of that is the more traditional 70s sounds of like when a guy leaps into the air, you hear the sound of like a flock of birds going whoosh. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, that was that. Was that. Um, i trying to think what else has been going on. Playing some Destiny again. Been getting into that. Destiny! Destiny! No escaping that for me! Except for when I get interrupted by people who want to fight me in Mortal Kombat. I hate it when that happens. And then they beat me and then leave. They're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go practice drums. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. Are you having problems online? <laughs> well, come on. We played like five games. Just because I won, like, three of them. I don't think we played five. I think we played four. And I won two. No, three out of four. Still, that's not bad. I gave you a chance. I didn't use my That last one, not much of one, because you did that cornering bullshit. Cornering? What do you mean? Where you get somebody locked into the corner and you just keep sweeping them and shit, or doing the thing where you... Disappear and reappear and punch from the other side. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, that's I thought a, I thought you were more pissed about the brutality than anything more, else. Oh no, you, you just wait. And I'll just. Actually, I, before before the podcast today, I had to, I got my faction points for the day and my three my three objectives taken care of. I switched factions again. I went back to the Lin Q, the ninjas. The Brotherhood had fallen, so the only thing is now I got to redo the whole steps again. I figured it would just go back to where I left off because I left off at like forty-eight, level forty-eight for the faction. Yeah, I got to start all over. So yeah, that's fine. So yeah, Mortal Kombat. Uh, trying to think of what else I've been. I've been doing some skating when I get a chance. Um, haven't had any more run-ins with the locals recognize me from uh, <clears throat> yeah it's unfortunate that my wife's off work but at the same time it allows me a certain freedom in the afternoon to come over here to parts unknown and practice on some drums and I've been doing it whether by myself or with you or yeah. different friend uh, 
Shout out to old timer Rick Diaz, Tune Bugs. He's done some local bands back in the 80s. Still wants to get the guitar out every now and then. Yeah, I've been trying to get been better about practicing again. Practicing a couple times a week instead of getting old and tight and working some arthritis out now. Getting limbered up a little bit. Yeah, I've been uh, writing some more songs, trying to get some. I got my uh, drum machine back from Josh, so that way I can work on some demos. So I got something to give you as far as what we can work on. So, and yeah, we had had gotten a message from. I won't mention it, but yeah, someone trying to trying to take your job. That's okay. As much as I bitch about being old and <laughs> having trouble playing and. Like I said, all the arthritis and getting limbered up. I figured, I figured it would happen sometime. Nah, like I said, I, I let him know the yeah, drum drum position secured. So, uh, let's see what else been going on wrestling. Well, see, the thing is, we never really practice songs. Five, ten times before we record, and we have a couple, yeah, couple main chords, and we just jam, and where it goes, it goes, and you take the best parts out of it and yeah. combine it together and make a song, and but that's and I love, I love the raw sound, I love the process, but at the same time, it doesn't, uh, it's not a conducive situation for tightness. No, it's not. <laughs> that is true. As much as I like doing it. Well, and that's that's the thing with the way I write, especially since I usually it's lyrics first, and I've got a very loose idea of the rhythm I want. So, and that's at least one thing is your drum style fits in at least in my mind already, even before we started playing together. A lot of what I was looking for, as far as the rhythm goes. So, yeah, yeah, maybe doing that album. Half the stuff I don't know if I want to play a. Hard beat or a punk beat or a normal <laughs> pop music beat or I just listen to the song and all right I'll play along to it and see what happens. So yeah, trying to get it a little tighter this time around for doing some of the newer music. Um, yeah, I d- did remember something else. I was looking the other day and we talked about this a little bit before, but I think we have now officially been doing this podcast over a year now. I looked at iTunes and. Whee! Those are the sound of uh, like noisemakers. Noisemakers. Party. Because party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I looked on iTunes and June 1st on our old provider right. was when the first one was loaded up. So, oh, so nice. yeah, we have, we've been doing it over a year now. So, yeah, oh, who knew? And this is number 27, so that works out uh, every two weeks. Yeah. At least. Well, we did do a couple. Well, you know, it's a couple weeks over that, so. Yeah. But yeah, basically every two weeks we're getting something out. You know, it's just us sitting around bullshitting. But a lot of people seem to like that. I've talked to a few people about it, and they kind of dig it. Cause, but that's always what I was shooting for, was just kind of people sitting around shooting the shit. And kind of whoever's listening kind of feeling like they're kind of involved in the conversation, at least to some extent. Until we start talking about wrestling, nobody watches that. Then they turn it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nerd! 
Um, so let's see real quick about wrestling. Yeah, I've been trying to follow it some, but I haven't gotten to watch hardly any of it. Um, you know, they had the money in the bank. I saw, yeah, that last was Sunday night, but you know, I was kind of too busy watching it with Game of Thrones and the uh, talk about nerds. The, the World Championship, Cleveland Cavaliers winning the game seven on Sunday night, and and LeBron brought it home for fifty two years, and 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 there was over a million people in downtown Cleveland watching the parade yesterday. And no, I, I, I don't sit around and watch sports, but I'm kind of old school. Instead of just getting all the information on my phone, I buy physical newspapers before I go to work and read them on my breaks, you know. Yeah. While snacking or lunch or whatever. And Because yes, you cannot I, read newspapers on the job. And, uh, yes, I do read the sports page, too, even 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 though I don't really sit around and watch sports all day, I do like knowing that the local teams are doing well. Kind, 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 of like a, kind, kind of like a regional pride type thing. You know, I, I don't take it to, like, European soccer hooligan levels or anything like that, but I do read the sports page when I get the newspaper. As long as I don't see you start doing the OHIO thing, then... No. No. <laughs> I have been to an Ohio State Buckeyes football game before, like 15, 20 years ago when Bowling Green played them down there, down Mm -hmm. in Columbus. That was fun. And before I was married, I knew a female that lived like right across the street from the stadium or apartment building. They used to close off the parking lots during game day and put up a bunch of bleachers and, like, a movie projector. And you could watch the game, like, tailgate in the parking lot mm-hmm. while watching the game if you couldn't get into the stadium. And that's always fun, watching people wander around on game days. But, yeah, that's all the closer I get with my affiliation. It's a lot closer than I ever got. It's fun, it's fun going to live games. You know, I don't do it that often, but I've been to a baseball game before in my life. I've been to a football game before in my life in Cleveland. Because Cleveland rocks. Yes. Even if it is the factory of sadness. Any of you that watch watch local sports or know anything about Cleveland know what I'm talking about, the factory of sadness, but if you don't, there's uh, YouTube videos that basically just demolishes Cleveland and makes fun of everything. They got a good music scene there, though. Yes. If I lived there, that's all. Probably all I would do is just go to shows. I don't think I got to hold a job. So maybe you could hold a job going to shows. Maybe. Eh? Yeah. Eh? There you go. Be a writer. Maybe be a critic and. Put, put my nose up in the air. This band was better five years ago when that, that kind of sh- horse shit. I actually went, like like around this area, they have, uh, well, actually all over the country, they have uh, the Browns Backers group. Yeah. 
And you, I did not you, realize you, we were going to talk this much about sports. But no, go ahead. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm getting to a point. Okay. I've used that group to get discounts on trips. Like, mm-hmm. I've been to New Orleans. You know, the backdrop was, hey, a bunch of people are going for three days. And you get tickets to the football game. Mm-hmm. And I've I've done it because hey you know it's a good discount on a big trip yeah and uh, like Cleveland Indians always used to have trips where they'd go to Detroit and watch a game yeah but then stay all night across the bridge in Windsor and hell that was even a couple times before I was old enough to drink the drinking age is nineteen up there yeah so go up there and have fun and just happen to hey three day weekend up in Canada and you get a couple tickets to a baseball game thrown in didn't use tickets one time you know didn't use them all yeah just stayed in the different country the whole time but like I said if you don't if you know how to play your cards right those things can give you good deals if you know who to talk to and what to do okay it wasn't about the sports. It was about everything going on around it. Okay. Hey, Halloween on Bourbon Street? That's classic, man. You, you, you. I just, I'm not arguing. I'm just, I'm just going, okay. You know, I'd, I'd put up with the football game on a Sunday to spend a weekend on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Moving right along, I guess we weren't going to talk about wrestling too much more because I haven't watched a lot, but I do know that our favorite Dean Ambrose is now the champion. Yeah, I did see that, but that was mostly because the past champion Roman Reigns got busted on a the wellness program, and he's out for thirty days. Yeah, steroids or drugs or something. something. It's just too damn pretty. Too damn pretty. Um, yeah, I also saw, uh, yeah, his name just went around my head. He, he's, he's not the good guy. He's not the bad guy. He's, he's the wellness program violator guy. Yes. Uh, Cassidy and, uh, man, his name just went around my head. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. Shit. I should have came more prepared. Uh, yeah, the soft, um, fuck. Big Cass and Enzo. Enzo, Enzo Amore, thank you, man. How you doing? So, I see they're they're back at it again, and they were doing something with Shane McMahon, I noticed the other day. They had it. Enzo had, like, a dance-off or something. Oh, oh, yeah, dance. So. Because, uh, Shane McMahon always has, uh, different sneakers. He's got, he's a, he's got a shoe collection. Yeah. He always gets the, he always gets the dope kicks, the freshest, the freshest uh, gear, slippers, <laughs> slippers. <laughs> Which you can't see this now, but it's kind of good because you know this is a podcast. But yeah, you really phoned it in today. I did, I did. <laughs> All brown outfit, and I got my big black slippers on. You know, didn't even put shoes on to come over here to parts <laughs> unknown. <laughs> Not really matching, but damn it, I'm comfortable. <laughs> Next time, my, you'll my, have your Hugh Hefner robe on. Got my 
tube socks pulled up to my knees and slippers on. <laughs> Sandals and a Hawaiian shirt. You know, I looked like a tourist to parts unknown. Um, I'm trying to think what else uh, I was going to cover real quick. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I should talk about the uh, show this weekend. Yeah, you uh, going to the show tomorrow night? Yep, I'm going. Still going, so. Uh, should be, let's see. Hemi Devils are starting it out. That'll be pretty good. I want to steal their microphone stand. Have you ever checked it out? No. It's a skull that's lighted up, and it also bellows smoke out of it. That's pretty fucking awesome. Um, Hemi Devils, uh, Bathhouse Betty, playing another uh, lo- semi-local area band. And then Hell Came Home. Uh, I'm looking at it right dudes. now, yep. Erasing Never. And Erasing Never is the... Oh, excuse me, final act of the night. So, It'll be an interesting show. Fostoria, Ohio. Well, Bringing some good uh, local bands to the city instead of uh, letting them stick to... Tahano Night? To... Uh, <laughs> No, a lot of a lot of those places never get further than Bowling Green or Toledo. Yeah, and uh, bring them around here. But yeah, it's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, and plus we're yeah we're not getting <clears throat> no offense to anybody, but the same cover bands that are always still in the area playing the same stuff that we heard in high school. So it's not against them; it's just it's not my thing anymore. So. So yeah, it'll be pretty cool to check out. Although probably by the time this airs, it will probably have already happened or will be getting ready to happen fairly immediately. So I'll be going. We'll talk about that after on the uh, next podcast at some point. Uh, got a uh, couple of guests lined up in the future. And biggest thing is getting everyone's schedules nailed down and getting everybody, either us meeting them or... Yep. Them coming on parts unknown, and I'm gonna get back on track and do uh, try and come up with something since we did a special. We do usually do a special episode about every other month, like Epic Roundtable or something like that. I, I need to come up with something. So I've been so busy here recently. That's just I haven't had time to come up with anything. Come up with a good subject. So that reminds me, I'm checking out the numbers. Uh, Epic Roundtable is another one. We get a lot of downloads of people checking out, along with uh, Kamala's episode that you did. Right. That's another one. It's still gets some fairly frequent downloads. So that'll be still touring. Still touring. I saw that. They were back in Toledo, was it two weeks ago, I think? And they're going to, in about another month ago, they're going to come back around. That's right. So that'd be pretty cool. So yeah, if you see them, go check them out. If you see they're playing in your local area. Uh, trying to think what else. Yeah, I got a couple other bands that kind of look like get lined up, but I'd rather wait till I get something confirmed before I actually say something on podcast about it. Um, I guess that's really about, about it for this week. Um, you got anything else? More sports. Let's talk about sports. All day, 24 hours a day. Sports. How about this? You just start your own sports podcast, and you pick a co-host that's not me. 
<laughs> talk about sports. <laughs> can I use your your recorder? Or do I have to uh, buy my own? No, you can buy your own. Oh man, <laughs> they're affordable anymore. So, and I'm I'm not going to edit it for you either. So, that's bullshit. <laughs> um. All right, I guess that's about all I got. Um, song this week. Oh, go ahead. I'm just going to say, uh, when we're done here, you better go home and uh, turn on your PlayStation. It's going to whoop your ass at Mortal Kombat some more. Actually, i got stuff to do, so. Yeah. Denied! Yeah, excuses. I'd be saying that, too, if I was weak. Oh, See, if I'd have known you were going to go for Sector again, then I'd have just whipped out Scorpion one more time. But I figured, like, nah, I'll try and play with someone different I don't normally always play with, and... Well, see, the only reason I whipped him out again because I knew it was my last game, so I had to end it on a high note. Uh-huh. You're like, I'm going to win this one and get the fuck out. I tried, I, I used three different people before I went back to him. Come on now. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like what's-his-name from South Park? Come on now. Yes, exactly. Dead ringer. All right, so I guess uh, getting this conversational train back on the track and pulling it into the station because uh, I don't really have anything else left. Uh, Is that like the magic train that pulls into Hogwarts? Yes. Okay. Exactly like that. Um, or is it the crazy train? It's both. <laughs> is it the run train No. It was the Hogwarts train and crazy train. Okay. Um, uh, outro song this week. Uh, local punk band. I kind of got I got hip to. Hey. I got hip to uh, here recently. They're actually pretty good. I'm actually looking forward to whatever EP or CD, album, vinyl, whatever media they're going to put out. Uh, Laser disc. Laser disc. Yes. Eight track. But uh, band called uh, Scare Me Green, punk band, local. Uh, outro song this week will be theirs. Uh, I'm doing this right off the top of my head with another, but I believe the song is Anxiety Society. So that'll be the outro song this week. Check it out. If you enjoy it, go on, I believe it was Reverb Nation. They've got a page up on. I'm sure if you plug it into Google's, that'll point you in the right direction. Pretty sure it's Reverb Nation, though. So uh, with that, I guess... Uh, for my out quote of the week, I'll, I'm still going to borrow from the, the crow, since that's kind of a winner, and uh, go with what a fun boy's famous quotes. I got it in my pocket. Mm-hmm.